0: This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at PlaceToBe The only place to be in your pop culture world.
1: Place to be nation. Welcome back to PTBN's NBA team podcast. We are finally getting right at March. I don't I don't know when this drops. It's probably gonna be March first or February twenty eighth. Co host Adam Murray, help me out with the scheduling here. You're the producer. Uh, when does this
0: drop? It drops on the twenty-eighth okay all right so it's so right un- technically it drops whenever you listen to it
1: yes so yes there's it's, no... it's, It gets mad in march we had a little bit of trade madness in uh in february but i mean we're i mean we already discussed that with the trade deadline episode uh we got through the all-star break and all-star weekend festivities uh some decent stuff. Jason Tatum exploded and won the All Star Game MVP. Uh, the and then I think someone won the slam. Oh yeah, a walk on won the slam dunk contest. But um, after that, you know, we finally played a few games. Uh, some notable things. We'll we'll catch up everything. Uh, Adam, you've been deep diving into the uh, NBA second half of the regular season since the trade deadline's over, and now we have to get serious, right? Is that what you did for the last two weeks?
0: Oh yes, that's totally what I've been doing. Trying to figure out. Who has all the second round draft picks because they all just got tossed up in the air like nobody cared.
1: Yeah, we talked about that on the
0: how they just kept tacking on the second round picks just to dump
1: money, how Philadelphia was trying to get under the tax. Like now this is the we're back into that like summer mode where we're all obsessed with the tax line and like who's going to be adding on this guy. And um, one, one consequence of that whole like trying to get around the salary cap is the buyout market, because what happens is you have players who um, – Uh, you just don't, you're not sure like if they're going to get traded in and, uh, and they'll take on the salary or if they do get a buyout for the remainder of their games, which is a lot less significant than it was before the season started, then you can get them on veterans minimum for a playoff team. And we've had a few of them get bought out. Um, not exactly surprising. Um, uh, maybe a couple were uh, a little bit surprising. Like, uh, I have the names listed here. Like, is there any guy that, when you heard that, oh, okay, they're on the market, they can go to some team like the Suns or the Clippers or the Heat or the Mavericks, you were kind of surprised? Uh,
0: I, I was surprised Goga Bear got, got cut. and He went uh, to the Magic. Course. Yeah, <laughs> like, you don't have enough centers, you need to get another one? It's like, seriously. <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, there there are random names here. I mean, I'll give you a small one that I do think might be important. I think Dwayne Dedman going to the Sixers might actually be helpful. Well, be he's quite-
0: still productive.
1: A little bit, yeah. I mean, an MB, you know, he's in he's on a tear. I mean, they lost that great game against the Celtics last night, but um, you know, he's he's doing that MVP thing. Giannis, um, had something where he banged knees very early in a game against, I want to say the heat and he walked it off and he's sitting out, but and this was after he had hurt his wrist before the all-star break. And he like only played a couple minutes of, for his quote unquote team because they chose teams playground style for the all-star game. And he kind of like, just took it easy for the rest of it. (laughs) They still won because Tatum went, went bananas, but, um, but yeah, like Giannis has gotten banged up a little bit, but the, Bucks are winning games. They've won 14 games in a freaking row trying to catch up with the Celtics.
0: Yeah, now it's all down to the the nitty-gritty. We're getting close to the end finally. Yeah, I mean, it looks
1: like those two there's two East teams that seem to be like really leaping ahead, Philadelphia, Milwaukee and Boston. And I mean, Philadelphia, you know, they lost to Boston, but it was a, it was a close game. It, I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all if that was the Eastern Conference finals. Um, Cleveland has struggled a little bit, um, but they're well ahead of like like, Adam, here's the thing. The Brooklyn Nets, the blow-it-up Brooklyn Nets, are still in the 5 seed. They're still ahead of the New York Knicks, who are hot. Like, they're surging ahead. Well, that's they're sort of what school. we
0: have right now. You have yeah. the top four. You have Brooklyn, who could just, you know, we, we said they're, they blew it up, but they just need a middle. New mm-hmm. York is super hot, but they're 6. And then you look at Miami. Atlanta fired their coach.
1: Yeah, they Nate McMillan's gone, and now, the, now Joe Prunty is filling in, which is funny because this is like the second or third time he's done this. He did this with the Nets one time when he was under Jason Kidd. Then he filled in for Jason Kidd when he was fired in Milwaukee, and now he's filling in for McMillan. But the rumor is they're trying to get Quinn Snyder really quickly.
0: Yeah, so much for that big, long search and the... Um, you know, the, the Rooney (laughs) rule and all of that, and
1: rule things where it's like, yeah, let's just, uh, let's just try to get this over with my, you want to hear my conspiracy theory on that one? What? Um, I think the, I think they don't want the Spurs to hire him in case Greg Popovich just suddenly decides to retire and they hire Snyder in the
0: summer. Uh, it was just strange timing of why did you do it now there? You know, he had all the the discord and all the rumors of this isn't working. And now is the time you feel the need to pull the trigger.
1: Yeah. I mean, for Snyder, the thing, the weird thing about his run in, in Utah, which we did document a lot in, in the history of the show is that they, they, they started to embrace the three pointer a lot when they had William Bogdanovich, Mitchell at the at the one and Mike Conley was there. They started to kind of spread the ball around, do a lot of ball movement stuff. But the thing too is that the um they, they were really they were really good at being like the, the two big defensive lineup for a long time with Gobert and Derek Favors. And Atlanta does have bigs. Like they have you know, John Collins was on the trademark, but he didn't get moved, so he's still there. Onyeka Kongwu was broken out. Clint Capella always gets a bunch of rebounds and blocks, Um, so they might actually be able to do a few things with, like, two big lineups and just let Trey Young just basically go to work in the backcourt with DeJounte Murray. Um, I do have some, like, I I am unsure of what style we're going to see, especially if Snyder comes in really quickly. Um, Like, what can he really put together with, like, 20 games left in the regular season? That's my fear.
0: I don't really know what he can do, especially with that roster, because they're you know, can, yeah, yeah. And then you know you trade for Sadiq Bey, which sort of means you're not gonna uh, pick up the option on Bogdanovich or no, it's a player option, so he might be like I'm gonna I could get more elsewhere. So Bogdan's productive, so I could see him getting that. Same, it's like 18 million. I think uh-huh. he could get it elsewhere. Yeah. So like if you look at like the rest, like Miami, they don't look powerful. You have Toronto. Love. Yeah. You have Toronto who doesn't even know what they're doing and have just uh, question marks all over. And then you have Washington <laughs> fending off Chicago, who's Chicago's mysteriously out of the playoffs right now. Adam, I am stunned Billy Donovan's not fired yet. Stunned.
1: I really am. I'm not you- trying to root for his demise. It's just that when I see a team in late February on a five or seven game winning streak and or losing streak. You're just smelling it. Like you're like, you know it's coming, but it didn't come yet.
0: So and the rest of the East is just, you know. They they already know they're sunk. You have Detroit already going for the number one pick and Yeah, uh, we got
1: the Webanyama Tankathon starting. I mean the Spurs are they're trying to catch up with the Rockets. <laughs> but the Rockets are the Rockets are kind of knee deep in their foxhole too, but like the uh the Spurs, like, how many have they lost in a row? Do you have the blurb? It's like fourteen or seventeen games in a uh, row. Some, uh. so, some really, like, some inane number where it's like, oh my god, how could you lose that many games in a row in the in an NBA in a league where teams are purposely trying to lose when they fl- or not or loaf it when they play the Spurs? Like, it's unreal.
0: Oh, and it's fun, you know. Let's just move to the west real quick because the east seems to be yeah. sort of set as they are. With I believe the,
1: so. When it comes to the playoff scenario, yes, the play-in scenario does have some. Yeah, it's sort of to Chicago.
0: Can yeah. Chicago make their way in? I, Indiana doesn't have it, and um, everybody else, like I said, has no chance. Um, the Rockets, like you said, did you see about uh, Jonathan Giovanni? No, well, uh, that's uh, Gavoni, I believe. But what did uh, but what did because, Jonathan? You know, Gavoni? I'm tired. <laughs>
1: from from the from espn.com the draft expert
0: yeah he said they should um, cut all ties with 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 kevin porter and and fire the coach which you know he's he's gone anyways <laughs> yeah uh steven silas well the thing about porter is that the reason why
1: he's probably bringing that up is because porter signed a very unique contract where he has team options at the end of every year so if they want to cut him they can
0: but they said you know but he's saying you never hear this of saying you got to get rid of this player because he's ruining your team
1: yeah that means that somebody leaked the information to an insider aka a jonathan
0: Gavoni. not yeah Gavone. but jonathan giovanni <laughs> who's now italian giovanni
1: yeah um but um uh, it's it, there's definitely something going on where you know these those three teams that we mentioned, one in the East, Detroit, uh, and then Houston and San Antonio in the West, are like kind of like eyeing it, thinking mm, maybe we should just go ahead and call it and see what happens in May when the lottery happens. Well, to be um, fair, San
0: Antonio called it back in like November.
1: They did win games early, I, like like in the very first couple of weeks, they were winning games, which was kind of strange. The Hornets are like. They only they have less than twenty wins, but they're actually winning games. Mark Williams looks okay. Lamello balls kind of back in his form. Gordon Hayward with like suddenly good games, like what? You know, but I think now it's just
0: a lot of people just overlooking them of just let's just we're not trying, but they're better than that, right? Yeah. Uh, but but we have let's just sit in the West. First, you said Sacramento, who is still sitting large. and all they really need to do is sort of just middle out to mm-hmm. they, they'll they'll make it. Dude, uh, so one of the buyout guys was Russell Westbrook. He got bought
1: out by the Jazz after that um, salary dump by the Lakers, um, which did make him better. I watched him play against the Warriors on TNT, and they are definitely better now than they were before the deadline. Uh, But anyways, for uh, the Jazz buying out Westbrook, he's a free agent. Um, He goes to the Clippers. There was a couple teams that he was thinking about, but he wound up going to L.A. His first game with L.A., oh, my God, what a crazy game with with the aforementioned Sacramento Kings. I crap you not. The final score was 176 to 175 in double overtime. It was the second highest scoring game in NBA history behind that fabled 1983 game between the Don Mo, uh, uh Doug Moe's Nuggets and, uh, Chuck Daly's Pistons, where they went to, where it was like 186 to 184 in triple overtime. Kiki Vanderway, by the way, had 55 points. <laughs> that, 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 will take you way back. Malik, well, here's they play a, a lot of defense. I'll, I'll give you one crazy stat and you can kind of talk about it. Um, Malik, Monk, well, there was another fr- crazy thing I want to bring up too. Malik Monk, 45 points off the bench. Paul George, who played 41 minutes in the game, they sat him for the last minute of the game due to, quote, a minutes restriction. After playing two overtimes!
0: Yeah, that's just really... This This is the problem when you have all these stat people taking over, and... It doesn't... What's I first- mean...
1: Well, didn't they tell this story in The Last Dance with Michael Jordan when he was like on a on a minutes restriction because of his injury, and he came back from the injury and he would score like thirty points in ten minutes, and they were and there was a game where they on the last play they're like, nope, you're up on your minutes count, you can't play anymore, and they had to and John Paxson had to make the game winning shot so they go to the playoffs. Like, but this, they, I mean, it's not that significant here, but what a wild game! Just a, I mean, just like you could expect from a high scoring game like that where it goes to. Two overtimes were just crazy clutch shots, a lot of not defense being played. The Kings have the most efficient offense, Adam, in NBA history at this point, statistically.
0: Yeah, That's crazy. it's amazing how they all just like to play with each other and they seem to have that team cohesion, which, uh, because I don't know, maybe because they've been so. Um, just because they've been bad, they've been bad so long. We just they sort of like, oh yeah, they're gonna, they're a dumpster they're gonna, fire. It's like, they're, oh, gonna, wait, they're gonna, they're gonna, all... right? Yeah, yeah. They all know their role. They're all not trying to be heroes. They're all Malik Monk. Yeah, I'll play off the bench. I'm playing with my buddy from college. They all hoarder. I'm just gonna be the, you know, a shooter. Uh, Murray, I'm just gonna do all the glue work and I don't care, I'm not gonna get tons of points. And there, there is this crazy
1: stat about Keegan Murray where he has like 130 made threes, and the next best one is like 50 made threes below him this rookie year. So it's like he is a bit of a gunner himself, meaning Keegan Murray, but it's really Fox and Sabonis, they're making it all work.
0: Yep, and then, um, sort of not working right now, um. Oh, those pelicans.
1: Mm, yeah, like um, I guess we're gonna have to bring them up. Um, a lot of games <laughs> lost in a row. If I have to look at it here, they've lost three in a row. But they they, they went on a stretch there before that where they lost three or four in a row uh, and, until they got back going again when they got back Ingram. But Zion is Zion had a hamstring issue. Going into the All Star break, they figured out that the the hamstring was not getting better, so they shut him down for another week, kind of like Steph Curry's, where he had a lower leg injury, but nobody knows how long he's out, and you keep seeing Steph Curry in his street clothes, and you realize, oh, it's worse than we expected. The Warriors are toast, uh, quote unquote. But for the Pels, they they were able to get away with like not having Zion and getting hot. Um, early this year, late last season. But Adam, we're at a point in the season where you are now a perennial playoff team. You're expected to have a winning record. You cannot get away with being in the play in 10 games under 500 anymore. You need Zion Williamson back. I think when they get Zion back, I think they'll be okay. It's my opinion.
0: When is he coming back?
1: I want to say in about a week or two, if I had to make a random guess. like I think Durant will debut for the Suns before Zion returns. But when Zion returns, I think they'll get hot again. I, I'm holding out hope, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, Josh Richardson's playing okay for them. I'll, I'll give him that.
0: I mean, he he was an upgrade from um
1: whatever they had. Yeah, De- De-
0: Deontay Graham. De- yeah, De- 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 Graham. Um, yeah. And you have uh, Minnesota with Towns, who's still mysteriously. I
1: don't think he's going to play this year. I think he's shutting it down. To be quite honest with you, I, I the, because of the urgency of the Gobert trade, making the the Wolves feel like they have to make a they have to make a push. I wonder if they'll try to rush him back, and Towns will be like, Towns is like, eh, I don't feel well, uh, I don't feel. And then there's going to be a point in March, this coming month, where they're like we you need to come back it's time and then he starts warming up making threes like he always does having super productive games and then the wolves look good for about a week or two and people start kind of buying into them that that's my theory that's what i think is going to happen i think he wants to shut it down for a calf injury it. well that's what i'm saying i think towns wants to shut it down and the wolves are saying no that's my theory i have a lot of theories
0: <laughs> you are uh, a theorist they, I mean, today
1: yeah, I am. Um, I mean, they haven't even played too many games, even before the and after the All Star break. They kind of had a long layoff. Edwards looks good. I, I, I still think they got a shot. Like they're they're at five hundred. The Lakers are there too. Um, at the end of the day, do you feel like the Lakers got what they wanted? Um, in terms of where they're at. I, actually, they I, I take that back. They're outside, but the the records are so close. Like the Warriors are thirty and thirty, and they're in the they're in there. But the Lakers are like, if they win two games and the Warriors lose two games, they go right in back into the play-in. So it's like it's very very close.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, you know at this stage of the game we can't tell anything because there's still you have. I just think I think the Jazz are going to make the playoff of uh, the play-in. Sure. No, I do. Oh,
1: no, I do. No, I think no, they're going to, no. I think they like, they do these spot fest games where it's like, oh my God, let's just take a million threes and run small ball with Laurie Markinen and Kelly Olenek and, and, uh, have like Colin Sexton off the bench. And they just start like drilling a bunch of shots down the stretch and they're hard to get rid of. Um, I just think they're going to survive. Um, the Pels, we'll see. Maybe they can make a surge. The Mavericks haven't looked super hot with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic yet. I think the first two or three games they played together, they lost. So yeah. I'm not really sure about them either.
0: Well, that's sort of expected, considering it takes a while to to share the ball. Both are used to such high usage. Right, rate, right. and Also, don't forget, they have nobody around them. So you have to figure out how do we compare. You know how do we two make this work?
1: Yes, and Damian Lillard's red hot, but the Blazers are not hot. You know they got a great offense and a bad defense, just like the Terry Stotts years. So, I mean, do you think they have a shot to get the play-in?
0: No, they, I, I think towards the end, like they're going to shut it down. Like we know we can't. Because what do you get really from getting the play-in game, getting the 10th spot, getting a, murdered almost immediately? Just, you know, get into the lottery, get your ping pong chance, give yourself a better odds than getting 10th and done.
1: I think the only thing that holds out hope for people is the fact that the Pelicans won that play-in tournament in um last season, and they actually gave the Suns trouble. So I wonder if some owners looked at that and said, you see, at least we can give ourselves a modicum of a chance. But that's just, um, that's sort of like really like that's out there thinking uh, the Thunder. I'm not sure. I think they're just going to tank it soon, to be quite honest. I think cool. they're just waiting to pull the trigger.
0: Who even knows about them? SGA is so good. And Josh Giddy, when he plays
1: well with Shea, they got a chance. But after that, like, like, who they have? Isaiah Joe? Like, you can't rely on everybody they got. If they had Chet Holmgren, I think they could have made a shot. But, you know, Apple, you know. If my, if my, what's that, what's that old phrase about if my uh uncle, if my aunt's something, she'd be my uncle.
0: Uh, I do not know. Well, that's Chad
1: Holmgren. That's Chad Holmgren. Like if, 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 if a horse had a, had a horn on its head, it'd be a unicorn. But, <laughs> but um, speaking of unicorns, Durant, um, what do you expect when he gets to the Suns? Like we haven't seen it on the court yet. What do you think we're going to see? Like are we gonna see a, a presto change a Warriors dominant type of thing? Or do you think we're gonna see something more in the vein of like when Shaq went to the heat and it was like, man, they might not they might not win it all, but they got a real they got a much better shot now.
0: No, they should be fine because he's just gonna come in, he's the ultimate plug and play, so it doesn't matter. It's just when you get down to a physical team they are not going to hold up. Okay. So he'll just come in and fit in and find his shots whenever. Just, you know, find your spot and take your shot. Okay. No problem. <laughs> but w- once you have like a big, I don't want to say a Minnesota team, like you're going to have Durant play the four against Towns in theory. If he comes back, like you are going to, I don't want to say they're a soft team, but they're going to be a soft team. Durant's a good block
1: guy, so I think he can play the four on a defensive level. Like at the five, I mean, you got Aiden, you know. Um, unless unless Aiden's just not feeling. He it. Can, he can,
0: but he's he's had know, better
1: games lately since he's since also the subtracted.
0: the history of ticky tack injuries now. So mm-hmm. Durant doesn't seem to. I don't know well, because it could just be stuck in Brooklyn for these past few years, but he doesn't seem really anxious to hop in and be the defensive wonder He's just the like, you know, I'm going to lock down Tatum. And that's it. Team defense. Right. No, I'm going to take I'll take my guy. You guys sort of do the rest.
1: Um, so there's one team I, we haven't talked about And well, two the top two teams in the West are still Denver and, Min- and Memphis. I, do you feel confident it's still going to be them at one, two, once we get to, um, the end of the regular season? Of course not. Not that, well, the, the nuggets seem pretty good. They're 42 and 19 about as close as it gets. It's like four games back for the Grizz. The Kings are right there next to the Grizzlies. Um, Grizz have kind of had a slight heel turn. In the regular season? Is this something where it's just fan think and all of a sudden the hive mindedness says, oh, we love this team and then a year later they get cocky and young and brash and instead of people being kind of like enamored by them, they like slowly sour out and they're like, you know what? They're punks. I don't like them. Kind of like the Warriors when they became successful. Is that what's going on with the Grizzlies right now with the fans? It's just a, it
0: just comes down to success. Look at the Chiefs. Everybody loved the Chiefs a couple years ago. and I, I said- still
1: love the Chiefs. What's wrong with the Chiefs?
0: They, they want to the get, oh, Bowl. I'm sick of them. I don't want to see, them. oh, they're going to probably be the Super Bowl again next year. Oh, I don't want to see them anymore. Somebody <laughs> needs to beat them. So the it's, Kings are the, are the new baby piece, the fresh baby. face. Everybody right. loves the upset pick. It's, oh, you know, John's great. Now it's just, you know, these guys, are, as opposed to having the chip on your shoulder, like mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, this is our house. It's like, Mm, we're kind of
1: theories like you know john moran he can't carry a team jaron jackson he gets he gets so many blocks at home he uh they 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 um, round up the numbers for him he's not as good as people think and uh like this and that like where oh dylan brooks talks too much trash i could tell watching that return game from the all-star break when they visited philadelphia philadelphia i'll give them credit they had two like banger home games uh back to back one against Memphis one against Boston they lost they won one and they lost the other but I could just feel the heat you know not to steal pro wrestling terms because Mm. it's a pro wrestling centric RSS feed yeah I know sorry but it felt like they were just like dude the booze were like raining down on the Grizz like it, it was a good game and the Philly came back and won Harden looks comfortable Tobias is starting to score again but like the Sixers won the, that game against the Memphis Grizzlies because they 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 stuck together and made a good run. But like the Grizzlies just seem like, oh, yeah, they get ahead of you early. But then they fall apart late because they're too young and they talk too much. I think that's what's become their like their stigma with fans.
0: Kind of.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but the thing with um, the West, I, I feel like. I feel like things are still a little ragtag that we don't really have too much assurances. I, you know, we talked about the Clippers having that crazy game. I feel like the Clippers are going to make a surge. What I want to know is are the Suns going to try to make a surge before the Clippers do? You know, you see Kawhi with his minutes. He's starting to play a lot. You know, he we was do, but
0: it's the, the Clippers game. are impossible to figure out. Yeah, but they're good. I they're can figure good, that out. But then there's just days they don't show up. And it could just be the West because everybody's sort of that same. We're it's all still three games rotation. out. Yeah. So I, I don't know what, you know, it's way too early to, we, we, you know, we were sort of all in agreement in the East of how it's going to sort of fall, but the West is just like, Oh yeah, you can just have somebody go out for a week and then boom, they're done.
1: Yeah. But like, you know who the nets, like, even if just venturing back there, like, you know, who the Nets remind me of, you remember when um the Nuggets traded away Carmelo Anthony and but they came back with a decent like current hall of players and they wound up actually going to the playoffs and seeming like, like like they had a decent future. Like Mikhail Bridges went off for 45 points at home as a Brooklyn Net. So, like, I don't feel like I can just completely write off a team just because they traded away a superstar, you know. Um, and then there's the Jazz who you're thinking, oh, take like going into the season. Oh, tankathon, They're giving up. They're good. They're actually pretty good. You know, uh, so like Lori Markkinen made the all star game, not because they were doing him a favor, like because it was a hometown thing. It was because Laurie Markkinen has had a really freaking good season. He deserved to be an all star, you know, so it's like not everything is like uh, set in stone when you start the season. Um, I, th- let me ask you about some other buyout guys and you tell me what kind of impact they could have. Okay.
0: Um, At this point, is there really anybody? Well, that's because...
1: Uh, We've seen some in action already.
0: Um, Reggie Jackson with the Nuggets. Because well, just before we get into that. Um, don't they have to be on the roster by like next week to be playoff eligible? I believe so. Yeah. And then also, you st- by the time you get to the beginning of April,
1: you have to make your final cuts. We've also seen this. I did not know this, Adam, until it happened, um, that there is a two-way cap where... There's only so many games they're allowed to play, and then you have to cut either cut them or um move them back down to the G league and they can't play anymore. I don't remember what player this was, but there was a player for an NBA team where they literally had to just send him away because they he had mi- made he had reached his max limit of games played as a two-way player. Oh yeah, that's always I know, but well I think what it was is that this particular two-way player was actually like pretty con- a pretty good contribution and it was like, oh shit. <laughs> You're without this guy now because you didn't give him. You no, don't have enough. You sign him. nope. To track. Yep. Well, you can't now. I mean, we just saw that with the Pacers. You know, you bring in more people than you took out, so you got to cut somebody. So the of uh, Terry Taylor and Goga Badatti. So it's like you kind of get you kind of play yourself. You know, as the meme says. Um, uh, you want me to go to the names? Go ahead. Uh, Westbrook with the Clippers, which we talked about a little bit.
0: That's the most combustible thing. We I have. It could either be the best thing ever or it he could didn't have just to change lockers. He didn't have to change houses. <laughs> well, he had to change
1: lockers because he's in a.
0: Wait a minute. Stop.
1: You're telling me the Lakers and Clippers have two different locker rooms in that arena.
0: You you think there's only two locker rooms? Yes. For the entire yes,
1: rooms. And there's only two locker rooms in the Staples Center when they built it. Yes.
0: So when the Lakers go out and the LA Here. Kings come in, you have three hockey stop, players.
1: So, stop. so you're. T- no hold on so if the lakers or the clippers play each other the clippers have to go to the visitors locker room yeah okay so and then they go back to their home locker room and then they have the visitors in the visiting locker room
0: i I think there's a couple of locker rooms in there for all the teams that play that's why chris paul knew all the secrets of those tunnels when he, he he tried to attack
1: uh who the hell was that do you remember when that happened who was the guy that they were trying to, like, get get back at for talking trash about Chris Paul when the when the Rockets were there?
0: Oh, uh, I don't even...
1: That story, though, when they had the, the tunnel system and, and only Chris Paul knew the secrets. <laughs> okay, mate, sh- fuck it, there's three locker rooms. Oh, uh, so what's the Westbrook? You, you think it's going to go a little sideways?
0: It could go sideways or it could... It could be the missing piece. It's just... I mean, they tried with John Wall, and John Wall, unfortunately, you know, he had the the heart to come back. It's just injuries have decimated him the Did same he way. It, rockets? Uh, they have not bought him out yet. Uh,
1: oh my God! They're playing this game with him again. <laughs> well, they
0: said they're going to, but I know it's like, eh. Um, Kevin Love with the Heat. He's already starting for them, so he's yeah, yeah. been oh, resting. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know how much he can give that team. And uh, again, he, Miami just doesn't have that that vicious edge. They did prior um, Terrence Ross with the
1: Suns. I actually think that's going to be important because they don't have much of a bench anymore. That was a surprising
0: like, wow,
1: I you know. he was going to go to Dallas and he changed his mind is the story. So the Dallas pick up Justin Holiday, who I don't think will make a difference No. Yeah, uh, Patrick Beverly with the Chicago Bulls. This made me scratch my head. I didn't understand this one bit.
0: Patrick, that was just a complete shock. Of, that was a
1: shock. Yeah, I, I, like, is Patrick Beverly contributable? Yes, he can do things. He can get steals, but he's also a pain in the ass. Um, he also doesn't shoot the ball well, and you had to cut a player in Chicago in uh, Tony Bradley, who had actually been pretty decent for you in the front court off the bench. So it's like, you're cutting off your nose. It's not cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's cutting off your nose and your face. You know, well, it's, it's also dumb.
0: 34, but mm-hmm. I guess in the end, he just wanted to play at home and be like, I played for my hometown team. Yeah. which uh, is Danny, just like, I yeah, guess you sorry. don't want to ring.
1: Uh, Danny green with the Cleveland Cavaliers.
0: Yeah, he didn't really do much in uh, Memphis just, just City or his
1: ACL in the playoffs, Adam. Yeah, I mean,
0: but he didn't really do much and come back for them just to dump him. So I, I don't know why. The, the point I'm trying to make is I don't expect him to do anything. Sure. Mis- They're
1: kind of cold and I've noticed what's going on. Um, The assists are getting kind of lower for Garland and Mitchell in the last few games. They need to start they need to start kind of like spreading it out a little bit more they keep they're, they're starting to get into this habit where they're dumping it a lot to evan mobley and mobley's having great games but you can't just rely on three people the east at the top as we already illustrated is too good like you can't get away with that um and then the other ones like we, we talked about deadman will barton i don't know where he is landing unless i'm not i'm behind on the newswire um did he find a team yet um, or is he, he waiting out until April when he has the highest value? He, I don't think he has a high value right now. Be a good six man. He was a good six man in Denver.
0: Maybe I he's mean, waiting
1: for one of these other buyout guys to get cut so that they can take Barton instead.
0: He was just, um, he was just cut a couple of days ago. So I think
1: by the Wizards, right? Yes. Who's still in the playoffs? That's the funniest part about it.
0: Yeah, but you know, that's not the reason much.
1: Kevin Love is because he was out of the rotation, and his contract was an albatross, and regardless of how much he contributed,
0: it was like, okay, you're out. Shady, I- yeah, yeah, you're not going to be in the rotation, so we're going to rest you so you can be good for somewhere else because you were good to us, so...
1: Yeah, so they kind of patted each other in the back. It'll be interesting to see, even if Prunty is still coaching the Hawks, how they look. They did win a game against the Cavs, um, so a lot of people are going to keep an eye on Trey. Trey Young is now starting, and I'm not trying to stoke the flames. He's starting to get the reputation that he's a coach killer.
0: Um, that was already the case when it was rumored him and him and Woodson were at it, and he wants Woodson gone too.
1: He's at like Woodson.
0: Uh, you know, Mike I, Woodson
1: is coaching the Indiana Hoosiers to the NCAA tournament. I saw it on Fox
0: last night. You know, <laughs> I drove six hours right before this. So yeah, you, didn't, you didn't talk about how the fact you were in French, French Canada. Uh, I, I was, yes, my usual Montreal and uh, Did Montreal get a team? I mean, Vancouver got one for Christ's sakes. <sighs> No, now, outside of Benedict Mathurin, there's not really much of a, a basketball presence up there. It was just uh, it was just fun watching the, the NBA in French because I mean, the. I mean,
1: listen, Paris is hosting the Olympics in 2024. 20, they're uh, they're probably going to win the gold medal. I'm just telling you right now, they're probably going to win the gold medal because everyone's going to take it easy for America one again. And then this time we're going to lose to them. Watch.
0: Oh. Uh, the problem with the french is you have all those players who've now gotten old Mm -hmm. so they need a quick turnaround as well whereas the u.s always has an influx of talent yeah you can't um, have victor Wembayana, you know go for the gold immediately with nobody around him yeah the web and
1: yamama watch is still going on you know i will there's a few things i do want to talk about as we wrap as we kind of get going to finish up um I mean, we knew the consensus was Webb and Yama at number one. That's never going to change. He is a slam dunk. No, I mean, no questions asked, like number one pick um, based off potential alone. I feel like, though, number two, number three are solid now. I think Scoot Henderson's going to go number two. And I think Brandon Miller, who's gotten a little bit of uh, legal issues going he on can't now, can't
0: get out of college fast enough.
1: But, but what I'm saying, Adam, is he's going to go number three.
0: He Almost will,
1: yeah, yeah he He's an awesome player. Um, I don't wanna I mean we don't have to sit there and talk
0: about the We're not we're not version. going. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we'll we'll, Bally we'll, Sp- Bally we'll talk sports draft next time. Okay, okay. Bali sports went bankrupt.
1: So what are they gonna do with the local stations? Bali, yeah. Uh, Bali. And Tim Warner's getting out.
0: Um I didn't even talk about Bali sports just over-leveraged themselves and all the sports leagues were like, um, what's going on yeah well Sinclair
1: basically this does have a wrestling tie-in because Sinclair owned Ring of Honor and that's why it ended and Tony Khan bought it in AEW because they dumped it you know and he owned Bally Sports and so Bally is in in a weird situation because they had not only um revenue uh tv deal tie-ins on a syndication level with um with the nba but also they had a major streaming deal with major league baseball so baseball before their season even started because spring training is getting going soon that they basically lost their best game provider and now they're like half the the league yeah well the the one key though for um the nba is that their media rights deal is coming up for the syndication so they can just move it to apple or amazon It's just going to affect them in the short term of like, how are they going to pay the production costs if they don't have somebody paying it for them? That's going to be the complication. Um, It also looks like the TV deal is going to be double the revenue, not triple. So maybe just like a whittling back of like, eh, we're not going to get all these like networks saying we're not going to give up that much money. And then all of a sudden you see this press release, this news, this rumor mill come out. Oh, you know, the NBA is talking to Amazon and NBC again, trying to write up the price again.
0: Well, sports is the only thing people watch on TV anymore. I, I mean, the Super Bowl just had 113 million people watch it. Yeah. And you know? now that you have all these, you know, the, the local teams, you know, Pelicans have their own, or the Cox sports, or are they bally now?
1: They're bally now. They were with Cox for a long time.
0: Yeah. So, well, I mean, the Celtics have their own. Fox Sports New England app and you know, the Knicks have their MSG app. So they're they're all finding their own little revenue ways of doing it, but... The only one that's going to be a little messy is,
1: and it's unrelated to Bally, is that ATT is getting out. So it's going to be like, all right, what? and it's only a few teams that are affected by that. Four major league baseball teams are affected by that. So this is all super like complex media rights related stuff. But at the end of the day, these teams will find a place to air their stuff. I just think it's going to wind up streaming. That's just how I think it's going to be. I think. All the old curmudgeon fans of these franchises are just gonna have to get used to watching it on their TV, on their phones, instead of on their cable network. Is really well
0: funny. with the Amazon football. They're getting used to it. Getting yeah. Used Jeff to Be- it now to- Jeff Bezos supposed
1: to buy the Commanders. I don't know how that's gonna work. How can you have the guy who owns Amazon own one NFL team? You can't do that, right? Yeah, you can. No, you can't. You can't like Steve Jobs can't. Like, well, not anymore. But like <laughs> if Steve Jobs bought. The New Orleans Saints, and Apple had media rights to NFL games. You can't do that. That's a conflict of interest. You
0: no, know, because he's right. owning—he's a singular entity owning it, as opposed to the the corporation of Amazon, which has the rights, which is a little bit separate, but. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. we are We're getting... getting Sleep Ranger, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> and with that said, it's best just to end on a low note we already have. So for Andrew Reese, I am Adam Murray. Have a good one. Man.